What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of One in Ones. Today, we're going to meet Kristen. And how to describe Kristen in one word? Strong. In every sense of the word. From an athlete, to a coach, to a team leader, to an artist, to a sister, daughter, wife, and last but not least, a great friend. Kristen keeps it real, with an unapologetic heart, and on this episode, we'll listen to Kristen's journey from her childhood and how her hobbies and skills from so early on helped shape who she is today. We're talking hometown feels, athletics and femininity, vulnerability, being part of a vision and becoming one of the first original team leaders at Cat and Cloud, and like I said, Kristen is tough and keeps it real, and that's exactly what you're going to hear. Again, thank you for listening, happy holidays, and see you next year. (laughs) But yeah, Kristen, tell us, where did you grow up? I grew up here in Santa Cruz, actually. Okay. Man, I had the hardest time when I was younger telling people I was from here. Well, not younger. I'd say like when I was like in my 20, early, I'm still 20, I'm only 24. (laughs) I feel like such an old soul. But when I was like 19 and like all my friends were leaving for different colleges and being like, dude, Santa Cruz sucks. I got to get out of this small town. And I'm like over here just loving it still. Dude, heck yeah. And I'm like... I used to feel shameful like every time I would say yeah grew up in Santa Cruz and then we look around and like oh my gosh we're in Santa Cruz girl hasn't left her hometown what Mm -hmm. a loser but like I don't know I'm not ashamed of it because I love it now dude it's super beautiful here and it has everything I love everything you need it has the forest you could get lost in and if you're tired of being in some trees and a lot of beautiful green trees then reevaluate yourself one (laughs) (laughs) two fucked up if you don't like some green trees like (laughs) go to the beach then and because you know what there's the beach it's super pretty and it's like really cold also but so nice and then there's like a little downtown part there's so it's such a small community but it's so like intimate too and people are so friendly I really like that about this. So I didn't grow up here. Yeah. And coming and now living in Santa Cruz and being part of like the Santa Cruz community, I I feel like this is like where I was supposed to be born. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Especially since like you came from LA and like LA is a city and you can pretty much find whatever the fuck you want. Like you can go wherever, find whatever you want. Yeah. You might not have like the crazy nature we do here in Santa Cruz. You have to drive a little bit, but mm-hmm. in general... Like, I feel like sometimes the scene can make where you live feel like home. Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of options. Like, if you want to go places past, what, (laughs) 7.30, (laughs) you can't find stuff. Yeah. Like, two places downtown. And also, too, like, if you do want a big city, just go to, like, San Francisco. That's true. So, it, like... (laughs) <laughs> Sounds to me like Santa Cruz is just the best place ever because it's the small shit. town. You want a bigger city? Just drive a few hours of like a few minutes, maybe north. And if you want to go south, there's Monterey Bay. What were some of your favorite things to do in Santa Cruz oh, growing man. up? Growing up. Because I know you told me one time you were a little hooligan skating around downtown. Yeah, skateboarding. <laughs> I was a little bit older than, than my child. I was, like, a very timid child and a very shy child. So I remember, like, a lot of my first memories. <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but they're in my backyard. Uh-huh. And I would – I mean, I've always loved nature since I was little, but I just remember um, – trying to get so I have two siblings right so Amber my older sister and David my younger brother trying to get them outside to play with me and we'd make like little fairy mud pies and and just I don't know we'd use our creativity in the backyard Mm -hmm. I do remember going to the beach a lot as a little girl I fucking hated the beach I hated the (laughs) sand I got knocked over by a wave it's probably one of my worst memories ever (laughs) as a little I think maybe even one of my first memories I don't remember the beach I do remember my face planting oh. and some th- something like dark sucking me back into the 
world oh, no. <laughs> and it's just a wave a wave like i turned my back to the ocean ate shit it started sucking me under i couldn't breathe <laughs> it was probably a solid like three seconds of like sheer terror <laughs> yeah. and i thought it was like 30 minutes and i thought it was dying yeah so that was fun but i've learned oh. to like <laughs> conquer your fears then. <laughs> yeah what did you grow up playing any sports no I didn't. Oh. So sports were never something that like rung very true to me. Mm-hmm. I um I did play soccer actually when I was really little from probably when I was like in first grade. I was like in the teeny baby league where the kids just kind of swarm around like a bees around the ball. They just like chase it back and forth in the field and like, they don't know what they're doing. Um so from like that age to like <laughs> probably fifth grade. And that was fun, but um I definitely never identified with like team sports and um I'd always play like defense (laughs) so I could go like play in the grass in the corner of the field um while everybody else was else doing the work I'm like you guys can go have fun (laughs) um but no I I did martial arts for a long time oh sick from probably when I was well I stopped doing it when I was 16 and I did it for six years so I started when I was 10 um but it was (laughs) (laughs) what's up um, it's this form of martial arts, uh, called Hokuk Musul. Um, yeah. and I do remember that being a huge part of my life cause I, it gave me a ton of confidence. Mm-hmm. Like I just remember being this little girl who, um, was really shy, really timid. And, um, my instructor, Mike Laird, yo, he was awesome. I, I swear. I like, I would look down a lot when I would walk around. I was really shy. Um, but whenever I was in the studio, he's like, Kristen, eyes up, head up look around, look people in the eye, like, like hold yourself. Like you are incredibly important Mm -hmm. and like you can kick somebody's ass. (laughs) Dude, for sure. (laughs) And I'm sure you could too. (laughs) As a little child too. It's true. And I think that's like why, um, my mom was awesome in having me and my sister do martial arts is, and cause like it does, it gives you confidence. Like knowing that you have power in mm-hmm. general to protect yourself mm-hmm. is super empowering mm-hmm. and so i could like walk around with extreme confidence after that like and and just being like a teenage girl and um i think there's a lot of pressure for young girls to to act a certain way mm-hmm. or to be a certain way mm-hmm. and almost to be fearful mm-hmm. of like other men mm-hmm. <laughs> and like i don't know we're just women are built differently and we don't have testosterone, which makes us slightly weaker. And that is scary. And it sucks that most girls have to feel scared mm-hmm. when they're like walking on the streets at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably why I grew up to be a little skate punk. Cause I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Cause I could <laughs> fucking kick anybody's ass. Dude, for sure. But like, I remember that fear being there still, mm-hmm. like I'm still not crazy confident that like, if somebody w- like a male were to like come on to me, like that is still a total real possibility for like any woman in the world right now. But, um, to be able to know that I could do my best to defend myself and I've been given the tools and the confidence to do that mm-hmm. gives me like the freedom to feel like, okay, when I'm walking around yeah. at night and like, and I, and I appreciate that to this very day. Like, even though I'm not doing martial arts anymore, I do still identify with like that six years of my life yeah and it giving me the ability to be okay being me out in the world yeah and I feel like a lot of parents or a lot of people have this misconception of like starting off your kids or just kids in general like to do some sort of martial arts movement or something that has like physical contact with like another person that they're gonna grow up being violent right and that's not necessarily the case because a lot of the times it just it teaches the person discipline it teaches them work ethic it teaches them confidence like you again could be a super timid person not confident in for unknown reasons and then just this thing just seeing yourself grow gives you that confidence yeah and like when you start off so young like it's crazy to like have the ability to recognize improvement Mm -hmm. and I think like in school if you have a difficulty with school um it can be a bummer (laughs) for like a little kid to be oh I'm just not good at math I'm just not good at English like my grades aren't the best but to be able to see oh here's a thing that 
I actually am seeing myself get better. I'm getting promoted because you get like different colored belts, you know, like, oh, I got my, my yellow belt. Like I got my blue belt. Oh my gosh, I got my black belt. There's a sense of empowerment with each achievement you have mm-hmm. and it's so actionable and you're like, yeah, I can say I'm actually good at something. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just powerful to teach a kid. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest takeaway and not just like any physical contact sport, but anything academics individual sports team sports like any sort of interest in hobby so yeah hell yeah i back that up (laughs) i back that up for you (laughs) um what are other like things that you do now that are like somewhat related to like you growing up as a kid yeah so team sports weren't really your thing team sports weren't my thing um other sports so i grew up like wakeboarding snowboarding skateboarding because i was i did independent studies and i was homeschooled so i did that for my extracurricular activities (laughs) i was like extracurricular and pe checking off two boxes i'm gonna fucking graduate early like (laughs) right being like a stupid high school punk that i was um but yeah i'd say one of the things that i identify most with is art Mm -hmm. so i remember when i was little my mom would give me um, like little books and stuff to like color in. And I remember being really good at coloring. And like people tell me, like my friends would look at my coloring book and be like, Kristen, you're really good at coloring. Show me how you do that. Like, how do you keep in the lines? Like that was the biggest me. thing with me. <laughs> Kristen, how do you stay in the lines? <laughs> um, and so that morphed into me joining an art class when I was really really young Miss Shirley's over in Scotts Valley Mm. um which was in her basement and I remember um getting really mad at my sister because she was a good artist Mm -hmm. she's like a year and a half older than me I remember looking at her stuff and being like man I love art I gotta be good like my sister so it was like part inspiration and part like little sister hatred (laughs) that I think we always have dude that middle child syndrome that's what it is middle child syndrome um so anyways I pursued that more being really young man I don't even know I must have been like in fourth grade Mm -hmm. so and then from there on out um i would just copy everything i saw i looked at a plant i would draw the plant i looked at like my little pokemon cards i draw every single pokemon in the pokemon book like Mm -hmm. i remember um yeah just developing that and then all the way to now where i find it a huge part of of my identity and my ability to express myself and um connect the beauty of like life and death and how just yeah our our worldly cycle and how there's so much like suffering and pain I feel like in the world, but then there's also so much beauty. And so when you like put those things together, even if somebody looks at my piece and they're like, wow, that's just beautiful. I don't know what it is. There is just su- such expression that I've put myself into my art, which is also why it's so hard for me to be an artist and like <laughs> market myself. I'm like, here, here's my deepest secrets and thoughts and feelings <laughs> on paper. But like, it's, yeah, it's like a huge part of my ability to yeah like have an outlet and express myself and yeah it's like a way to express and show vulnerability Mm -hmm. and that is I mean for for a lot of people but I can only speak for myself right now where that's one of probably the scariest things I could do um just being very real with someone and being very vulnerable it's a very fearful thing to do, but it's also like the most respect you could show someone else too. Yeah. Like I'm willing to show this part of myself with you and share it with you. And I'm trusting you. And that like, yo, we're tight <laughs> bros right, there, right away. Like, thank you so much for doing that. And it's like, Oh, you're welcome. That was so weird. And I was so nervous and I was probably sweating, <laughs> but we did it. We did it. Yeah. yeah. And so, like opening up to somebody heck yeah to that level yeah and then matters the mad respect that you have for that person absolutely and a lot of times like that tends to be an outlets like art mm-hmm. and so dude you're freaking yeah. awesome or for you your music oh. right yeah you write songs sometimes i i write down what i think would be like a good piece for like a melody mm-hmm. and then i don't 
I I'm still struggling with how to connect that with like what I write in a melody. Hmm. I haven't reached that growth yet or that like mm. level of knowledge of how to do it. Yeah. But you'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find it. I'm not a musician, so I have no advice. <laughs> no idea. I'm like, this is a G chord. Oops. <laughs> and it's like totally not. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, like, dude, I can't even color in the lines. So whatever. <laughs> Another thing you like to do along with art mm-hmm. is physical movement. And one of those currently is CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And how does CrossFit help you in your day-to-day life? Yeah. I mean, in so many ways. I think the first way I would say uh, it's weird because my first response is actually negative, And I'll tell you why. <clears throat> and a, a part why it doesn't help me is because I get a lot of comments on my appearance. And that drives me nuts. I'll be working in the coffee shop. I'll be walking around and about. And I get stopped all the time, mostly by old men. And it, it drives me nuts because the first thing they say is like, wow, you look really athletic. What do you do? And like, I know they're commenting on my shoulders. I know they're commenting that I actually have like visible muscle on my body. And I'm not, I don't look, I look athletic. I don't look like the standard ideal for like, a beautiful woman mm-hmm. and I think being athletic is fucking beautiful and that's awesome but not everybody else not everybody else in the world doesn't think that so like it's really annoying getting stopped like I'd say like four times a week about the way I look and I think that actually it like <laughs> it makes me really angry <laughs> a lot of the time because like yeah it just is not something that I mean, I want to be proud of it and be like, yeah, I fucking do CrossFit. I can back squat your body weight 18 times. Want to mm-hmm. see? Like, I can k- k- kick your butt, old man. But here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> that anger is also, like, matched with the joy of being able to have people, like, admire what I do. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a strong woman. Here's what I do, old man. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do all this awesome fucking stuff that, like, a lot of people don't, might not even realize. And I can hopefully change the like ideal of like beauty standards to that. I can change the way people view women in general and that's cool. Yeah. It's kind of hard to be, I guess, part of that process. Yeah, absolutely. And I totally understand what you're saying and like why you feel like you do. And it's because sometimes it just feels like there's a lot more to you. Yeah, there's so much more. And it just sucks when people only see one thing. Yeah. And sure, like, I'm so proud that I am strong and I'm so proud of this, of all my other accomplishments. And, like, why can't you see those? Or why don't you ask me about those? Right. Like, who's Kristen versus who's, oh, an athletic-looking body? Yeah. You know, that just, ooh, that doesn't even sound... (laughs) You know, it's like, who's the essence of my being? It's like, no, I'm like identify a lot with strength and CrossFit and being strong and being a strong woman. But I think I identify more with like my artistic nature and, and the way I like, if you can like look at the world through like Kristen colored glasses, whatever Mm -hmm. color that is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) lime green, no, (laughs) so you put on your lime green Kristen shades and like you look at the world and and you see like each person and like you're wondering you're like walking down the street like I'm Kristen and I'm literally thinking like I wonder what each one of these people walking down the street is going through, you know like I was like yeah. at New Leaf just a second ago and I'm like that's the lens that like I like to see the world through is like I wonder what all these people are going through like yeah like he that person's not smiling oh but like those people are hanging out and having a blast like. It's like you, I'm walking around like feeling everybody's feelings. <laughs> Dude. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> You're talking to the right girl about that, dude. It's such a burden, but it, it's such it a blessing is. too. Exactly. Like. <laughs> oh, dude, finally someone. <laughs> and it was you, Kristen. You get me. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. Dude. I, I, I feel that so much and I totally understand why like frustration and then it turns into like anger and it's constant so it's like constantly frustrating yeah and you know those people they're just ignorant 
Right. Like and you're talking about the old man, right? Old that, man. The yeah. old man commenting on like a young woman's body. Yeah. They're just ignorant it's, and yeah. That's just who they are, man. Right. Like But here's the thing. Me and you, Evelyn, we're gonna fucking change the world. Exactly. And like we can be like, hey old man, yes, I am a woman. Mm-hmm. I am twenty four. I have a bunch of tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'm Hispanic mm-hmm. and I'm part white and I'm Native American mm-hmm. and I can lift a fuck ton of weight mm-hmm. and you can watch me as I do it. Mm-hmm. And now you can be proud of me too while mm-hmm. I do it and not be so judgmental. And you'd be like, wow, she's actually pretty badass." Yeah. That's like the way I want to change the world is like to make, make the people who might be ignorant and just like n- might not realize like, mm-hmm even the way they come off and like what they're commenting on. It's like, maybe they did have good intentions. Like asking me, they're genuinely curious what I do. Um, but like they can realize like, no, I wonder if there are like more badass women out there. It's like, yeah, yeah, every fucking woman's badass. Ask her what she does. Yeah. But not, not in terms of her body. Be like, Hey, like (laughs) what makes you, you boom. Like, yeah. Start asking that and finding out how cool all all the women are <laughs> yeah exactly and uh one thing i was gonna say when you were saying all this is right now or earlier but when you were saying yeah. all, or before you started saying all this i said they're just ignorant like these people mm-hmm. who make these comments because it's not just also old men it's like women sometimes too that's true and they make these ta- these comments and i'm like oh yeah it's just because they're ignorant and that's that's just who they are but I also don't want to leave it there because there's an attachment to that. Right. But a lot of people do leave it there and they Mm -hmm. say, but that's just how it is. And I'm like, no, that's a cop out. (laughs) (laughs) No, just, okay. So that's because how it is like, that's, we're just going to like move on. (laughs) No, it's like, oh, it's always been this way. Evelyn and Kristen, like just, you kind of make it work. And I'm like, sure. Mm -mm. Or you could like, actively in the present make it work but also at the same time like through unconventional hobbies and interests like that doesn't even make sense unconventional hobbies or interests well i think that's true though like that comes from like a super real feeling where it's like i mean if you take the percentage of women that do lift there's a shit ton of them now but like it hasn't been until like probably the past 30 years that Mm -hmm. it became a thing that women are like in powerlifting meets and they're fucking winning world records yeah. and women my age are clean and jerking 300 pounds yeah like oh, so unconventional yeah unconventional becoming conventional <laughs> <laughs> there you go keyword <laughs> <laughs> and it's like through people all across the board like do pursuing and actively making these changes by staying true to themselves that's the only way people are going to understand. And that's the only way uh, that takes time. Yeah. So you're not going to change someone's mind like as soon as you meet them and like strike mm-hmm. a conversation. It takes time and it takes patience. And trust me, like I I would say I'm pretty patient. <laughs> you yes. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but I also know it could be really hard when I am patient like uh it, it is frustrating sometimes, mm-hmm. but I have to understand, like, think outside of myself. Like, if I want to see a change, I need to be patient. Right. And I need not everyone reacts and changes as quick as the next person. Right. So if what I want to see is like a positive change and encouragement and support of whatever you want to do, then, OK, I'm going to be patient and I'm going to back this up and I will actively try and try even when I am tired. Right. And like staying patient and positive in yeah. the midst of like, yeah, I'm going to tell all you people. Yeah. Like, sure. Be judgmental that I'm athletic. Say it's dangerous. Say it's not. Conv- I'm not I feeling ideal conventional beauty standards. Mm-hmm. But over time if you see like all these women doing all these amazing things and still not being an asshole about it and saying, I'm better than you. Like, I'm never going to go around saying like, I'm better than you guys. Cause I do this. But over time, if you're like kindly and gently being like, yes, this is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do with no shame. Mm-hmm. Like eventually that that's what changes people's minds. Yeah. 
Like, don't let them change your mind. Like, be who you are. Consistency. Consistency. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I like you, too. <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> when I first met you, it was through this CrossFit outlet. Yeah. <gasps> Which when you had that, you had long, gorgeous hair and you'd come in with your friend all the time. And I remember <laughs> coaching. I would coach every Thursday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's that girl. Oh, yeah. She's from UCSC. Like, I think you like when you had just come back from LA or you were about to go down to LA. I don't remember when, but when you we took first a break, met? right? From oh, CrossFit? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I moved, I graduated and I moved back home. You disappeared on me. And I disappeared I was like, for a whole year. Evelyn, she's not coming to my Thursdays anymore. Ugh, I don't understand. And then when you applied at Cat and Cloud, I was like, Jared, that girl? Dude, I know her from CrossFit, dude. She She's super rad. And <laughs> I do remember, like, I think it was like three or four times when I was like, that is her, right? That is her, right? <laughs> I think you also cut your hair. I cut my hair. I gave myself a whole new look. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, it's been a year. I remember really liking this chick. She cut her hair. Is it still her? No. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 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 That was me. Um, so that's how we like knew who the other person was. Because mm -hmm. I remember I was like, as a coach, because Kristen also is a CrossFit coach. She not only does the thing she also teaches the thing Kristen's an amazing human you guys are all about to find out like just just keep listening okay how red's my face getting dude <laughs> <laughs> you, you look like a tomato dude straight up tomato <laughs> cherry tomato <laughs> you look a little red like these candles <laughs> anyway at least they smell at Christmas they do <laughs> a little bit <laughs> I didn't think you'd actually smell it they're they're like a slight Guys, I wish I wish whoever's listening right now could smell these candles. Wait, hold on. I'm it's putting I'm putting the candle next to the microphone. Can okay, you? see, so you can smell it now here. Just visualize with me. It's like a cinnamon cranberry pie. Sure, a pie, but then there's like roasted roasted chicken with rosemary in the oven. Ooh, and ooh. That's it, dude. dude. Just Christmas. But warm like a warm Christmas dinner. Yeah. Coming to you this Christmas. <laughs> chicken candles that sounds fucking <laughs> disgusting now that i like i'm rem reminiscing on my words i'm like <laughs> chicken candles <laughs> i'm about it i'll buy five <laughs> but yeah going back to meeting you at crossfit yes. and yes. as my coach and you're, the classes are so fun and I because it's really again goes back to the vulnerability thing mm -hmm. and it's here's this thing I don't know really I don't really know how to do or other people are like it's I think it's inevitable you kind of play the comparison game and, oh yeah and you're like ah, oh, like here's me with like a dinky like 100 pounds and here's this other person it's like 265 and I'm like oh shit dude <laughs> um, oh yeah but everyone starts somewhere. And yep. that was like, I remember that was, or that still is, but while, when I was taking your classes and that was your big thing where it was like, everyone starts somewhere, like whether it's, uh, just with the 35 pound bar, 15 pound bar to 265, like that doesn't matter. What matters is that you're showing up, you're consistently showing up and you could be doing anything else, but you're here and you're putting in the time and you're making efforts and you're progressing. And that's what matters. But you wouldn't say it necessarily like that. You would say it in like the way you like conducted yourself and your demeanor and like your encouragement hmm. and support. And it, it always felt good to go to your <laughs> classes because I was like, dude, who the fuck is this girl <laughs> i'm like she's so encouraging and nice and like we need more people like this girl right here <laughs> dude it's real because like i don't know if you can ever think back in your past to like a coach or a mentor or somebody oh, who like gives you even just the slightest guilt trip like mm. you know oh i haven't seen you in blank amount of time like even if they're like generally asking for the good of it yeah and it's like, no, 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 no. Because like any little 
Cause like, cause it, it is a gym's a very vulnerable place because yeah. you're putting yourself out there, especially in CrossFit. Like CrossFit has the most amount of movement that you have to get epic at mm-hmm. in a short amount of, not in a short amount of time, but it just takes a while to get, feel, even feel confident in CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. And so like when you have clients who are just nervous every time they show up, there's that little pitter pattern in your heart and you're like, man, even if you haven't been there in a while to like get any sort of feeling of guilt, it's like, you got to get rid of that. You got to have the clients forget about that and be like, dude, you're here today. What do you want to do today? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause like if you even use thing parts of your past, like, Oh dude, I used to be able to back squat 200 pounds and now I'm down to 100. It's like, no, forget about that. Who are you to Evelyn? Who are you today? What is one thing you would like to do today in the gym that would make you feel awesome about yourself? Mm-hmm then that's awesome. Let's smile. Let's have fun while we do it. Let's move safely and well, and then feel proud by the time we leave, like, and feel like we did something. (sighs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) I'm ready. Hold on. Let me change out of these jeans. (laughs) Dude. Heck yeah. So that's how we first encountered each other. And Uh then I went away for a long time. Broke my heart. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Came back. I came back though. And I applied to cat and cloud and I actually had no idea you were working at Cat and Cloud. I had no idea you were applying until Jared was like, hey, there's this really cool girl. Yeah, I came into Cat and Cloud and I saw you. And then, I mean, the rest is history. Then I started working at Cat and Cloud. And we we went from being acquaintances to, like, you being my coach and I being the young Jedi (laughs) to then being like coworkers and like, we're like really good friends now. Yeah. And we work together. We work out together. We like have these like super awesome talks, like kind of randomly sometimes. I think they're very random, but or random in the sense where we don't plan them. They just kind of happen. Yeah. But those are the best kinds of talks because you're not like, hey, let's go get coffee and then try and have a good conversation. Mm, It's like, no, like it just it just comes out of us. And then we're like, all right, it's happening. We're open with each other. We're vibing. And yeah. Yeah. To backtrack a bit. Yes. Let's talk about how you got to Cat and Cloud. How I got to Cat and Cloud? Yeah. That's a fun story. Okay, so I would say because coming to cat and cloud did start with my coffee journey okay my coffee journey started actually at verve coffee roasters love that place still um and it was really random so chris and jared well chris actually had an apartment right across the street from the 41st um verve that i worked at and they would come in like every day and i knew that they were super cool and i knew that they had their podcast going i knew um, I knew about them, but like who wants to be made a huge deal? <laughs> like when I go around, I'm sorry, I just don't want people to make me into a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not gonna, these are just like normal human beings that sure they like made a huge impact in the coffee industry, but like, I'm going to treat them like I treat every single one of the guests that come in here. I'm just going to try and make them smile. I'm going to do my best job. I'm going to make sure my whole team, because I was assistant managing at the time, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure my whole team is doing their best job, mm-hmm. and we're just doing what we do here, mm-hmm. and um, and they'll like that. And so after a while of them coming in, they they get teased all the time and sit at the little bar counter, and we'd kind of talk to them, but I was like, man, I'll let, I'll let the other team talk to them, and mm-hmm. like I would just work. Um, and uh, they, so I was in the city with Sam, my husband, by the way, Sam's my husband. We were like hanging out in the, in San Francisco. I think we were at like sight glass coffee mm-hmm. and I like whip out my phone. Cause I, I like to take videos of Sam and then I delete them because he doesn't like his face being posted on the <laughs> internet. So I probably have like a thousand videos that I just love so much. And I'm like, he wouldn't appreciate it if I posted this. So I don't, but I think they're cute. Yeah. So I like whip out Instagram and I'm like, Oh, I have one message. And I, I pop up my message and I look at it and I'm like, Oh, from Jared. And I was like, what is this? And I opened it and he sent me like, it was the only way he knew how to contact me. So he sent me a message like saying, um, that he is looking for like leadership 
that is specifically female, which is awesome because um, that already meant that he viewed me as like a strong female presence and he wanted that at his own establishment. And I'm like, dude, that is so cool. And I was like, I don't know what he sees in me. (laughs) I don't understand. I haven't been, I think I had been working for them for like three, two and a half, three years. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what he sees in me, but obviously he sees something and I'm going to trust that. And so um, then I remember having like a sit down at Portola because they had already actually done um, a little interviewing process, but they didn't want to contact all the hires until they heard from me. (laughs) Oh, dang. So they sat down (laughs) with me and I ended up being their second hire because I honestly did have a lot of questions for them because it it was a risk like stepping like out of a very like decently established place and Mm -hmm. I was getting paid very well and Mm -hmm. to like something that was brand new yeah, and super awesome. I was like, you guys, I believe in what you're doing. This is super cool. I can dream big here and Mm -hmm. I want to help establish this. Um, but like any startup, like it, it it takes a risk and it takes like kind of a toll on, um, you cause it's like the finances won't be the same. Yeah. You know, like a startup just can't pay you the same. It makes, it makes sense to have like this little, like little like questioning in your Mm -hmm. head and like, uh, like a little fear, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. But then I like thought about it and I was like, you know, what I care about is being part of an establishment that will help me care for other people because that's all I want. Like if I can't take care of the people around me, I lose my purpose and my feeling of purpose. So like, I want to work for an establishment that cares about people so damn much and like helps them take care of their lives that, that I can do that for people, you know? Cause if you don't align with the company, then like say I didn't give a shit about that, then Cat and Cloud wouldn't be the place for me to work. Mm-hmm. But since I cared so much about that, I'm like, I don't mind taking any sort of pay cut if it means I can be part of an establishment that like 20 years down the road is going to make so many other people's lives better. And I can be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. And then, and then I got to actually like really get to know um, Chris, Jared and Charles. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. And then I knew I, I had talked to Tanner a lot about it because me and Tanner have been friends for a long time. Like we went to Gabrio together for a while and we had a freaking psych class, learned about the brain. <laughs> and that's how I like really got to know him. But um, I knew he had interest there and I was like, dude, why is it so cool to you? Tell me. Tell yeah. me the secrets. And um, it was cool to like talk to him and I was like, this place is awesome. I didn't think places like this existed. So sick. <laughs> yeah. It, it's cool um like everything you were saying i was like internally like as my heart was like pumping i was like yes 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 <laughs> like resonating with everything you were saying because that's exactly how i got here too and it was like i don't i think i've said this before too we're like i don't even care if this is a hardware store yeah or a freaking freaking place like (laughs) we sell curtains or something like that um as long as like what we value is the same that's all that matters to me and i want to help people and like just be something for someone and it's like then be a doctor dude (laughs) (laughs) like save lives that way and i'm like i it's like that's the wrong outlet like there's got to be something else and that's why this is like the perfect place for me yeah no it's super cool it's super cool to be part of a place that lets you be be so much yourself like i can be passionate about anything Mm -hmm. most of the time my passions tend to align with cat on cloud and they're like dude go go do it you know and Mm -hmm. I've been able to, um, yeah, I've been able to do a lot of really cool things through the company that I'm really proud of. And I feel like are helping people on the team, like get to know themselves better, get to know each other better. And that in itself makes me feel very, very proud to be part of something so cool. Mm -hmm. What, what are some things you are working on? Yeah. Things that I have worked on so far well I, 
I'm working on a lot of stuff, but <laughs> I'd say a couple of the things that ring the most true to me are like, I've done a community, a communications class and a coaching class mm-hmm. and just being able to work with the team directly and, um, figuring out how, just how they tick and how their teammates tick. Cause being able to figure out how to bridge that gap mm-hmm. with that person is huge. Mm-hmm. Like if you can get along and understand each other, the people that you have the hardest time and they rub you the wrong way, but just understanding like, oh, that's because they're focused on this. That like shift in perspective changes your life. Mm-hmm. And then you can um, be introspective about it and be like, okay, no, wait, what do I need from other people? Because I think that's something we don't think about is like, okay, me, Kristen, what do I need? I love it when people um, are detail oriented and they like, they can see what I can see. Mm-hmm. And like, they also take what I see and they validate it and be like, dude, I see that too. Even if it's like not important for the long run or the end destination, just being like, that's a reality. Like <laughs> shit can go down. Like if we do this big project and if we, I don't know, take this risk, mm-hmm. like there is this glaring hole that like we'll have to work around it's there. I acknowledge it's there. We're going to do it anyways. You know, like I mm-hmm. need that. And we all need just a basic, basic f- like forms of communication. Yeah. And to be able to express that even in friendships, in your love life, with your coworkers, with your teammates, with, with your, your mom, family, your family yeah. like hell yeah, dude. Be like, Hey mom, I need you to, <laughs> to, to tell me like the things that you enjoy about me as your daughter mm-hmm. because I don't know that. And I think it, it, our relationship could benefit from it. Dude, Cause if yeah. I'm left wondering if my mom is proud of me, I'm not going to want to be around my mama <laughs> Dude, versus like, Hey mom, mm-hmm. like this is a basic need I have from you. Could you provide that for me? Oh my gosh. Like watch her relationship blossom. Yeah. So how dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got, so much to say about that but i'll narrow it down and so that last communications class you had yeah i i'm not just saying this because you're right here but after that i definitely felt that introspective part Mm -hmm. um because i've always been the kind of person where it's like what what can i do for xyz or what can i do to get to here to here and it's like always like me going forward into yeah. a direction and doing something and i'm i would say like i feel pretty adaptable to any sort of situation however something always felt like weird and i never really knew what it was but i was just like whatever i was just tired <laughs> <laughs> um but after that i realized so much about myself and how i'm able to communicate with others and how others communicate with me and from there, I was just, I've, I've been, since then, I've been more conscious of just, like, how much I need to receive, actually. And I never mm-hmm. thought I needed that. And it's, it's so crazy. And, like, there was this whole new world I was, like, exposed to. And, <laughs> and I was like, this feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it And it sounds silly to say, like, these basic necessities of like communication and basic communication and it's like this word basic it's like common sense but it doesn't always feel that way totally not i mean okay if you think about communication and like being able to express something you need from somebody else that is like really it's hard because it's one of the most vulnerable things you can do yeah yeah yeah. you're like this is an area where i actually can't bridge this gap i fall short here and and I do need this from you, mm-hmm. from another individual. Mm-hmm. And it can, it, you can, so many feelings can even come up to make you even stop it. You're like, no, 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 it's fine because I can just do something else. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to have to meet me halfway. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell them what I need from them. I want to be strong and I can move through it without their help. Yeah. It's like a basic, just basic way to like ask for help is just it's really hard for most yeah. people because it if you're asking for help or you're asking for what you need that default means that you can't do it all by yourself and that's hard it's a hard pill to swallow yeah but once you do swallow it 
you're like <laughs> life is so much easier and like yes you oh realize gosh. how much people actually really do just want to love on you yeah instead of fight you the people who you think <laughs> like fight you the most or like you butt heads with the most once you like expose that they most of the time will react the opposite way you think and yeah. you're like dude they just want to meet me halfway too and now yeah. we can do blank for each other yeah so dude <laughs> heck yeah like everything you're saying i'm just like preach Kristen. <laughs> but yeah i and i always figured like i never really struggled with communication just because my mind always went with oh people who struggle with communication just tend to be aggressive and really stubborn and right. that's why they just can't communicate with anyone <laughs> and i'm like i'm not like that so like i'm totally chill um but no you could also be like me and then just be like i don't want to inconvenience you i don't want to bother you i'm sorry so it's like agreeing it's stuff like that where i just feel like this really helped me realize this like this class helped me realize how i could just be like a better version of myself for myself first and foremost but also for like the people around me yeah that's so cool because that's all i want is to help other people yeah <laughs> feel really good about who they are mm -hmm. and it's like we don't need a bunch of people going on fixing people we need people who are willing to grow and work with themselves yeah instead of working against themselves by fixing something about them yeah you can't fix people but you can grow with them mm-hmm so that those are the communication class is what you last worked on. Yes. And there are other things in the future that you will also be working on <clears throat> that yeah. are like skill development wise. Uh-huh. Awesome. Awesome. What would you say is something and you probably have like kind of tapped on it a bit, but just to extend on it, what is something that keeps you to be here? at cat and cloud because you have yeah. the choice to go anywhere really yeah and take your skill anywhere and like branch off but what keeps you here yeah <laughs> um man that's a good question and i actually think about it a lot because it is true like you can go anywhere you can do any everything and anything and you can be free as a bird and i feel like people feel a lot of times stuck to their job and like they can't get away from it but yeah, and I, what keeps me at Cat and Cloud is like three things. So I would say one, it's the people at Cat and Cloud because you can have the craziest dream and vision, but if you don't have capable, passionate human beings behind that, that also believe in the same thing um, and are like family, you can't achieve it. You know, it's like, I, I can't achieve anything by myself. I don't want to achieve anything by myself. Evelyn, I want you to achieve something amazing. I want Brittany to achieve something amazing. I want her name to be on the fucking headline of whatever paper because she did something awesome. You know, I want like to see that my, my team is all proud of themselves and to see that I'm proud of them and that Cat and Cloud's proud of them. Um, that is something that I feel like I can achieve every day at Cat and Cloud. And that's why I think that's a huge reason why I'm there. Um, so yeah. So one is the team. Two would be the second thing I said. So one, just, just capable human beings. Two is the fact that we can take those capable human beings and, and just because of who they naturally are, they're, they can become superstars and feel proud of themselves and feel like they're doing something awesome. Um, and then three, I think it's a life quality thing, to be honest, because I, I have trouble sometimes separating work in my life, but Cat and Cloud gives me the freedom and the balance most of the time <laughs> to actually have days off and to actually get away and, um, and let me like explore who I am. And so a huge part of my life, like as I've talked about is my art and like my identity in that. If I'm obsessed or just loaded down with work, I have no artistic freedom mm -hmm. and I kind of become my art artistic. Like I almost want to call it like a spirit cause it's this lively thing in me 
that um, can sometimes like get put in a cage by work. And so uh, Cat and Cloud gives me the ability to to like let that out, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I can like actually take time off and actually decompress yeah. and get back into my creative headspace yeah. and do what makes me feel like me. Yeah. So one of our values is care. Yes. And under that <laughs> is self-care. And self-care. you can only do your best when you take care of yourself and feel your best. Yeah. So. And I, you know, sometimes I need people to like force me to take care of myself. Mm. And I feel like I'm surrounded by people that will force me to take care of myself. Mm. They're like, Kristen, you got to take a minute. Like, have you done any art lately? <laughs> or like, have you taken a minute to like breathe and actually not work? And I'll yeah. be like, you know, and I'll lie. I'll be like, yeah. And they're like, no, fuck that dude. Like you, I see right through you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm feeling like so inspired by like everything you're saying. I'm like, yeah, I forgot about that thing. And you just said it, <laughs> but all these things, really good, positive, like life enhancing things Mm -hmm. would you say super easy (laughs) (laughs) fuck no (laughs) man the things that like it's so easy to get like tunnel vision by all the negative things that are happening in your life Mm -hmm. they can just like explode in your face and make you feel like everything you're doing is for fucking nothing Mm -hmm. and you're like why am i working towards this when x y and z things are happening and it, it's so defeating i'd say like the things that you care about and that you're the most passionate about can be the most defeating mm-hmm. because when you care about something so much even the littlest thing that goes wrong it could be teeny tiny it feels like a disaster yeah and that's like not chill yeah <sighs> i'm just trying to formulate how i could say this but there's no way to say it except for like when you come in to any of the cafes and it's like super awesome and you have a great experience, just know that every person that you interact with at the cafe, mm-hmm. like as far as the baristas, each one of us, we're working so hard for all of you to have like a very good experience. And it's not <sighs> just because like, we want you to come back. Like, yes, we want you to come back, mm-hmm. but we, uh, I like, we just simply care. Yeah. That's what it is. Like we wouldn't be where and we wouldn't do what we do and just like do all the little detail things if we didn't care. Yeah. And there's no way to like express that more than just by like showing and you and for other people to come back and like see that, oh, yeah, this is actually like people willing and very like authentic and they want this. And you can't say that and then just have someone believe you. Like, they have to come in. They have to come in and experience it. No, it's so true. And, like, each one of our concierges, each one of our baristas puts all of their personal shit aside every single day so that they can make every single other person smile. Yeah. Because that's how much they care about the world around them. Yeah. And that's how much they care about every single guest that comes in. That's crazy to me. That's, like, the most selfless thing you can do is be, like yeah, my life fucking sucks, but I'm going to go to work because I want to love on people. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's super cool. And then you come in and it's not a fake kind of thing. It's not a fake. I'm going to put this aside, but Mm -hmm. it's like a real, yeah, I'm going to love on every single person that comes in today. I'm going to try and make them smile. I'm going to pick and prod at them until I figure out one new thing. Yeah. And that's not easy. Like I know that's not easy and that's not even only at our cafe. Like I know people listening are probably resonating with this too. Yeah. Whatever sort of job they have. And they're like, absolutely. Like I love my job and I also want to do a good job and it's super hard sometimes, but Mm -hmm. I'm still there. And like shouts out to you because I know that's, and we all know that's really hard to just kind of step outside of yourself to just leave that and right now you're like locked in into this thing yeah yeah so good job everyone (laughs) good job world we know you really put yourself out there probably don't get a lot back but as long as you get a little back every day it means something (laughs) this yeah this this little 30 seconds this one's for you guys applause 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 we love you guys (laughs) and to wrap up here yeah 
final question everyone's dying to hear. What is your favorite song right now? <laughs> oh my gosh. You Oh, that is the hardest thing for me <laughs> cuz I love so much music. Mhm. Okay. Favorite artist perhaps? My favorite artist. Well, I can tell you what I was listening to on the way over here. Mhm. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> You know, when somebody asks you a question and like you can sing every single word to the song, but like all of a sudden it's like the life revol- your life revolves around this one question and you you feel like you've been shot in the head and all your memories are gone. <laughs> that's how that's how every time somebody's like ask me, hey, how are you? That's what goes through my head is like, oh, I don't literally like Kristen's gone. I don't know where she got went. shot in the head. Like, 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 um, falling in reverse. Yep, there it is. That's it. Falling in reverse. Falling in reverse. Yeah, they're okay. like um, a metal band. They're kind of actually pretty dark. Okay. A lot of what they sing about, but um, yeah, and they're pretty hateful too. But I don't know something about music that's like kind of dark and raw. Just they're so truthful about what they're saying, and like to actually be able to like say those feelings, I think means a lot to me. And so I'm like. Yeah, there's a song that that's it says, um, well, the title is I Hate Everyone. And, dude, that's a real feeling. But, like, the world is so fake. And I feel like even if you don't, even if you love everyone, there is that little bit of, like, God, I just can't stand the world right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's valid. And I love them because of that. And they're willing to say that and scream it and be about it. So, yeah. Dude. Anyways, but that's what I was listening to on the way over here. Heck and I yeah. dig it. Um <laughs> I just imagine beep 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 little alarm rings and you're just like get up stretch turn on the radio <laughs> just like sipping coffee like <sighs> luckily it's, it's falling a in good reverse. day <laughs> they're not that heavy but yeah. you know yeah yes, I, I feel me you on know. the meal on the daily average I freaking uh sip my coffee flip all my tunes and just <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Bailey? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> fellow metalheads out there. Actually, uh, I can't consider what I listen to metal. Because yeah. my favorite, one of my favorite bands is the Data Remember. Like, post-hardcore. They're, like, not actually metal. Dude. I like to pretend yeah. they're not actually metal, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who cares, man? Music's dope. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs right now, actually. A Data Remember, um, Second Sucks. Second. Like, second. Like, coming in second. Second <sighs> Sucks. That's a good song hmm. for those who are y'all competitive out there. <laughs> Kristen, are you a competitive person? No, I'm not actually. I oh. wish I was more competitive. I couldn't tell if you were being jo- if you were joking. Or not. I, <laughs> I was like, like, no. She's like sarcasm? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Read my face. Um, no, I actually I don't think I'm a competitive person, and I used to want to be crazy competitive, but like when it comes down to like in a competition when i see myself lifting the desire to beat other people isn't there Mm -hmm. the desire to beat my own goals is there so if i'm like i want to get a certain pr i will work my ass off i'm like determined to get that personal record but when it comes to like looking at somebody else and being like i want to beat you that i don't have any of that if i'm competing for myself to get to see if that will make me get a pr for myself awesome but i really don't give a shit about beating other people or getting in first second and third Mm. sometimes i wish i did because i think it would like make me feel like i'm working towards something because like when i'm lifting like three times a week when i'm like doing crossfit twice a week it just is like i think doing a competition would make it feel like i'm i'm working towards something right now i'm not working towards anything besides to beat myself Mm -hmm. but that's like more motivational for me than trying to beat other people yeah yeah so dude (laughs) okay i'll i'll just end kind of with saying yeah everything i just feel like dude where uh, where have you been like (laughs) we needed to grow up together (laughs) because everything you say i like i feel but i don't say it and then so like when you say it i'm like yeah that's what i think too yeah that's that too i also am this way and then you're my hype woman dude but i'm always i always tend to be like yeah 
oh yeah also <laughs> yeah oh yeah that too uh oh, that's pretty sick yeah i think i'm about that <laughs> yeah you're you're amazing and a lot of people not just me and not just because you're here also think so Gosh. and we're just we're super lucky to have you and just like not outside of the company too just like at the gym and everywhere like people are super lucky that there's a Kristen out there yeah there's a Kristen you. out there you guys <laughs> and she's amazing and you need to come meet her and just let her make just let her do her thing let her make you day all right come say hi to me <laughs> come say hi she has an adorable dog his name's jace jace but, but it's good times good times we love him we love all you guys partner in crime everyone thank you, you. Uh, <laughs> day made i'm about to clock out bye peace out <laughs>